Yo, nothing important, Matt Reyes. Back from motherfucking another one. Back from a post-workout. Incredible advice for anybody who does lift weights. If you like to get a motherfucking pump, I know what they tell you online. They're telling you, go take a pre-workout. They tell you, go shoot yourself up with uh, PEDs. Take some hormones. Take some steroids. None of that is American. Let's stick to American motherfucking traditions and gain muscle the way that we know how. Ladies and gentlemen, go over to your local Sam's Club. Go over to your local Costco. I buy it from motherfucking Trader Joe's. Get you some chicken strips. Get you some chicken strips and eat that before you lift some weight. The hormones that they pump into these chickens will see you through (laughs) in a a way better way than fucking pre-workouts and and whatever the fuck else they tell you to do. So I'm feeling good, man. Got the hormones running through my veins. Got the little mini pump, you know, scrolling the internet, looking at information. Elon Musk, a guy that I think is fucking hilarious. He's at it again. I'm a side with Elon Musk on this one. Elon is, um, he went on Twitter and he said it's, it's like funny and they're blowing it out of proportion. He made a post where he says, it's not a post, it's a, a tweet. He wrote in a tweet, my pronouns are prosecute Fauci. Ha! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So in, in my pronouns are prosecute Fauci in five words. He is bitch slapped. He's taken five fingers, one finger for every word. And that is a bitch slap uh, to two groups at the same goddamn time. LGBTQ, ABCDEFG, I'm woke as fuck, woke AF. Uh, <laughs> that's what they should call themselves, LGBTQWOKEAF. Um, he slapped the shit out of those people uh, for... Being so passionate about pronouns, being being so pra- passionate about the English language. Uh, hopefully they majored in English. And he's also slapping the shit out of people. I'm not going to say everybody who took the vaccine is wrong. I'm not going to judge people who took the vaccine. Most of my family took the vaccine. What I will say is for individuals who spent time in their life that they didn't need to, that took out and allotted specific hours of their day to go onto the internet, to go onto Twitter, to go onto Facebook, to go onto YouTube and spout an echo chamber from their gods, the CDC, (laughs) Dr. Fauci, Joe Byron. For those people who just remixed the rhetoric and put that on social media platforms, they're dick suckers. And Elon Musk is bitch slapping you as well. You know what I'm saying? That's, it's a joke, but it's real talk. You know? Fuck you to the people um, who are trying to shove new ways to understand men and women down everybody's fucking throat when they used to have something they could shove down people's throat and then they, they eliminated that. They eliminate. That's probably what this is. Is when you're a man and you cut your dick off, you have phantom uh, shoving shit down people's throat feelings. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And you can no longer shove your dick down anybody's throat. So what you do in the place of that is now you want to shove your own fucking ideologies down everybody's throat. Is it, I, you know, I have, once again, I have no problem. If you ask me to call you they, I will call you they. But I'm not going to go out of my, my way on the internet or in day-to-day interactions 
to express my obedience for something that I don't even fucking understand. It's getting wild. <laughs> it is getting fucking wild. You know what I mean? So, you know, to those people, calm down. And to the other people that are judging the shit out of anti-vaxxers, anti-jab. I'm not an anti-vax guy. I'm not anti-jab. I'm not scared of needles. I'm not scared of the doctor. I've taken vaccinations in my life previous to COVID-19. All of these blanket statements and terms that get thrown over big groups of people does not allow for an actual conversation to happen. It doesn't allow for people to educate themselves on either side of an issue. So I did not come to the conclusion of not putting whatever the fuck COVID-19 vaccine <laughs> RNA technology. I didn't, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to become a transformer. I didn't want to become a cyborg. When they said that this is technology and they're putting it in a needle and shoving it up your asshole, I said no. And my reasons were not for conspiracy. The biggest reason I had is just it wasn't vetted. It wasn't vetted. And I personally didn't see anybody that died from COVID-19. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that doesn't mean that they don't exist. Don't jump to conclusions, people. I'm not trying to trigger you off. What I'm saying is I didn't personally see anybody. Nobody I knew saw anybody that died from this thing. So I was like, how bad can it be? I'm going to roll the motherfucking dice. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm an example that maybe I made the right decision. Not for everybody. Hopefully the COVID vaccine saved 80s and nine, 80 and 9-year-old grandmas around this nation and around the world. Hopefully. But personally, I got COVID twice since this pandemic uh, was announced. I got it once in New York. Very bad. I got it once in Atlanta. Not too bad. My girl got COVID when she was eight months pregnant with my daughter. Everything's okay. We're all okay. <laughs> Nothing bad happened. My grandma got COVID. My grandma also got type 5 diabetes. She's okay. My mother got COVID. My mother got shingles. She got all types of shit. My mom already has mad health issues. She's okay. Everybody's fine. Everything's okay. So um, I think the tweet was funny. My pronouns are prosecute Fauci. But I'm curious, like, what do people think about that? They're saying that this sparks outrage. What I really think that means is, you know, this is a potential headline for media outlets to run with. Um, I don't know that people on the ground are particularly outraged. Possibly people who really defended the CDC or Dr. Fauci could be a little bit upset right now. I could see that happening. I could see that happening. You literally put your hand on the chopping block for somebody who quits the job the second they announce magically the pandemic is over. And now all of a sudden it's like nothing ever fucking happened. I would be a little bit fucking embarrassed. I might get defensive because of that. I might post-pandemic, after I took the shot and, and inhaled all the fucking media storm of fears and the Armageddon is upon us and everybody's going to die, after I believed the fuck out of that and just did what I was told, now that logic is hitting, I, I would possibly maybe be a little bit defensive about my beliefs. This goes into my theory, even outside of like COVID, that I think people recognize when they're wrong. I think people can see clearly when they're being misled, but an investment in an idea or belief 
sometimes can blind people or not even blind them. Sometimes people live with the with the vision that they're not doing the right thing, but it can entice people not to make change because they've invested into it and they want to see some type of return. Dave Chappelle said it best. Dave Chappelle talked about people investing into fear. And when you invest into fear for 5, 10, 20, 15, you know, however many goddamn years of your life, you've invested into believing that you need to take a road of safety and that you need to take a road of conservation and preservation in your life. You need to play by the rules in order to survive. When you do that and it doesn't pay off, logically people would shift their action and maybe take more chances or inspect information or understand issues are not very black and white. But what tends to happen is that people want to defend their investment because they're, they spent 15 years looking for a return, you know? Um, so, I mean, that's on a person by person thing. I don't think Elon Musk is wrong for saying that. I think he has a lot of money and a big ass platform, but I agree with that shit. He's nicer to me. He's fucking nicer to me. Don't give me fucking $50 billion. You give me $50 billion, $100 billion, and I, I got the freedom to say what I want because I go and buy a social media company for $44 billion. You know what I'm saying? You got that type of fucking money and influence and, and the stage to say what you want. Me personally, I would have kept it fucking real. I would have just did a highlight reel of all of those video clips of Dr. Fauci before he got the job. <laughs> before he got the job to spread misinformation to this country, there's tons of fucking clips of this guy online talking shit about vaccinations, talking shit about experimental vaccinations, talking complete shit about it, saying it's illogical, it's dangerous, um, what would come from it are bad things. There's one in particular that's fucking hilarious where he's online and he's saying... um, <laughs> he's getting interviewed and he's given the hypothetical premise if we implemented, let's say, an AIDS virus. And he said that if you take an AIDS virus to the public, maybe first year, nothing happens. Maybe five years, nothing happens. Maybe 15 years, nothing happens. And on the 20th year, we start to see something bad happening. And who's to blame for that? to people who took it to the public without doing the natural process of vetting out whether this thing has long-term effects or not. And that's Dr. Fauci saying that shit. He's saying it. Not, you know, some, some spectators, not somebody on fucking Reddit, you know, giving their two cents while they're eating Cheetos and jerking off to she-males. This is not, you know, <laughs> my daughter just left. I found it funny too. Um, this is not a crazy person spouting this information. It is literally... A guy saying it before he got a job. You know, it's the most clear case of, you know, money encouraging hypocrisy. He was out there preaching the gospel of how idiotic it would be to implement an experimental vaccine for AIDS. Cut to 2020. And this guy's on the stage talking about you wear a thin uh, piece of cloth over your mouth. It's going to stop you from contracting the deadliest disease allegedly, that we've seen since the Spanish influenza, the deadliest pandemic virus. It's like, come on, son. Come on, son. Um, but it taught me some lessons, man. 
It taught me some fucking lessons and it made me a different individual. I don't take things so personally anymore. I don't take things so personally because I understand a lot of times people, when they they share their opinions or their critiques of you, it's really a reflection of what is inside of them. It's really either uh, an expression of genuine thought, but I think more times than not, a defense of some type of investment that they have made into a lifestyle that was presented to them by whatever leadership that they considered to be a leader to them. You know, whoever that they are looking at to govern their lives. And with that foundation, I don't look at individuals saying things to me or critiquing me because this happens with everybody. Everybody gets critiqued. Everybody is judged. Everybody has haters. Everybody got shit talkers, blah, 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 blah. But to take that personally is uninformed. You're looking at life from a from a incorrect angle. You're looking at it uh, not in reality. In reality, what people are doing more so than not are just expressing whatever idea which you can disagree with or they're critiquing, but they're really just defending their own investment in a fear or a lifestyle that may not even be working out for them. You know, And this is the importance as well of governing your own thought. I think during the pandemic, I only saw two examples of individuals who were critical of the pandemic. And one of them was not even like openly critical. I remember on Joe Rogan's podcast, Elon Musk was on. It was the first time I heard somebody and it was like a breath of fresh air for me because I wasn't rocking with it from the jump. Well, he went on the pandemic and he was talking about this. Um, I always butcher it when I when I try to recant with exactly what he was saying, but he was basically t- speaking on having a global perspective and the the way that the timelines worked um, as it pertains to media expressing what was going on with this virus that nobody, you know, nobody knew was really going on and everybody's in their own individual media bubble as it pertains to geography. So America's its own media bubble, Mexico, South America, China, Russia, everybody has their own particular media bubble. Him being somebody who has access to have a global perspective, he has an, a, a lens of observation that is not accessible to the average individual. He has the literal bird's eye view. He's traveling around. He has business everywhere. He has access to see how things are being reported and the timeline by which things are being rolled out to the public, meaning like information and uh, rules and mandates, how these things were implemented. And what he was basically expressing on the show was he just saw something very similar at this time when he was, you know, it was being recorded. This is, you know, early pandemic, maybe the first year, maybe after the first year. At that time, he was like, I I, I just saw what is happening now in America happen in China. And they came to the conclusion that it's not that bad. At that time, you know, now they're fucking still wilding out in fucking China with COVID. But, um, You know, he was basically just expressing, he was like, people need to have like a a broader perspective because he thinks it was being a little bit inflated. The stories, the fear, the panic, the implementation of certain rules, the, the mandating of certain things. He found that to be a little bit ridiculous. And it was such a breath of fresh air for me at that time. Um, but 
You know, people get locked into their media bowls. And why not? If you are, I feel like you get, you get to get paid, not in money. I think you get to get paid in glory and a little bit of arrogance. When you have the balls to go onto a public platform and speak your mind when it is not consensus thought, when it is not yet popular, I think once the world comes around that you were right and every the majority was wrong, you get to talk a little bit of fucking shit. That is the payoff, in my opinion. <laughs> I think you get to talk a bit of fucking shit. Because then what was it all for? You know, why does an individual that has nothing to gain and everything to lose go and speak so that maybe some people can make a very serious decision? On There's a lot of people that weren't like me. Maybe they agreed that they had fear of taking this vaccination and they didn't trust taking the vaccination, but they didn't have my circumstance. So it became a very stressful decision for a lot of people who did not want to conform. And when you have during a time where you're entrenched and surrounded with one almost totalitarian uh, frame of thought, this is the only way it is. And anybody who's dissenting is being attacked. When things feel like that, it's so powerful when a, a powerful individual speaks out against it. And it's not for them that they do so. There's nothing to gain from that. So then once the world catches up that the individual is actually right, the person that went out and did that nice thing for folks who were having a fucking difficult time trying to figure out what they should fucking do, they should be able to talk some fucking shit. <laughs> I personally think so. I personally fucking think so. You know? And it's not, once again, what we do a lot of times... On an individual by individual basis, I can't blame the media because the more you blame social media, the more you blame uh, big media, the more you blame your boss, the more you blame your parents and life, you're taking away power from yourself. So I don't want to come from a frame of mind of blaming authority. You should be authority over yourself. You should really blame yourself. You know, looking at the individuals. We, we make this mistake collectively, like a person-to-person thing. Once again, this is not about um, influence from authority. But people generally, on average, have this issue with when they're looking at a thing that somebody did that is wrong, or they're looking at something that somebody did that was correct, we, we conflate every other thing that is going on in that individual's life. And... There is no getting closer to reality or growing. There's no potential of either of those things if you can't be honest with yourself that one does not inform the other. Like people now are not absorbing that Elon Musk, regardless of whatever the fuck else he's done in his life, go tear his fucking life apart. I don't care. It's not my business. If somebody comes out and they're powerful and they give you information and everybody rejects it and time passes and that person was proven correct, you got to give it up. You got to give it up because otherwise all you're doing is justifying your wrongness because they did something wrong. And that's never, it doesn't lead to learning. It doesn't lead to growth. You can still be critical of Elon for the way he handles business or the way he treats employees, or whatever shit that people are talking about the guy. 
um, whether you agree with it or not, doesn't matter. None of those things have to do with this issue. None of those things have to do with the fact that we just went through a cycle for the last three years of being inundated with fear and everybody's life on the planet has changed and it will never be the same fucking again. And we got told all of this stuff and it's coming out slowly that a lot of these things are not true. And then some people are even calling them lies, not just mistakes. And instead of analyzing that, learning from that yourself, I'm not talking about rebelling. I'm not talking about going out into the streets and protesting. I'm not talking about uh, fucking Occupy Wall Street. I'm not talking about taking over the fucking capital. I'm not talking about any of these things. What I'm talking about in reality is as we mature on an individual basis, how can we learn to govern ourselves and refine our governance of self? How do we evolve as human beings? How do we get smarter? How do we learn from our mistakes? If every time we're proven wrong, instead of sitting in the mistake, instead of observing our mistake, how we were responsible for what went wrong, how we believed in something that was incorrect, growing from it, learning from the shitty thing that happened, even if you're a victim in the situation, even if you were tricked, even if you were manipulated, if you can't take responsibility and all you do is, oh, but I can't listen to that person even though they were right because they did this that was wrong. You keep on doing it. You don't grow. You don't grow. You know? I'm on a motherfucking soapbox again. Um, yeah. I just find it interesting, man. I find it interesting. And uh, I think it is powerful, once again. Because this thing that this guy tweets out, my pronouns are... Prosecute Dr. Fauci. I find that interesting because the the first part of that, my pronouns are so he's poking fun at the LGBTQ or not LGBTQ or just whoever the you know wants to implement pronouns into their fucking name. I, I imagine there's gay people that don't fuck with that. You know what I mean? It, but the way that the issue is being reported, it's like every woman, uh, child, and man that is homosexual wants to have a different pronoun. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but he's making fun of that. He's poking fun at it. And it, you know that, that there's a little bit of evidence already that the guy is good at predicting that in the future, everybody will catch on to something. You know what I'm saying? And that's something particularly I have an issue with as well. Once again, I have no problem with what you want to call yourself, but the vicious attack on individuals that don't want to conform to this ideology is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You can't tell somebody that if they don't want to use a pronoun or they don't want to recognize you, how you see yourself, that they're being violent towards you because that's weakness. It's craziness. It is craziness. You know, so maybe three, four years pass and then the whole pronoun thing, we look back on it and we say, oh, that was ridiculous. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> hindsight is 2020 again. And that's a that's a pun, right? 2020 is when the pandemic began. But you you fucking get it. You fucking get it. I just, you know, I find all these things interesting. I find these things interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, tell you, tell me your motherfucking thoughts. Tell me what you think about it. Um, I'm a log off for this bitch. For anybody who's a continual listener to the Nothing Important Podcast, continue listening. Do me a favor. Go on to my Instagram. Like the post, like the reels. Until next time.